listen. Friendship. Entertainment. listeners this is mario b of cinema 7 i am usually the host of the podcast uh the last time you heard from us was last april where me and chris hawk uh talked about our favorite movie we always love to revisit is uh dark knight rises um there's a story behind that you'd have to go back into our archives and listen to all our episodes to find out but to put it Plain and simple is uh, we when we first saw the movie, we originally thought it was bad. And on the podcast, we do episodes where we go back and revisit uh, movies we liked or hated to see if we get a new perspective on them. So that was the second time we did that. And we always wanted to go back and do it about every so often, um, maybe once a year or so, revisit that movie. It it was originally designed as a joke, uh, but yeah, it's been a it's been a crazy year, crazy twenty twenty. Um, we took a hiatus due to uh, COVID and and trying to work and taking care of our families and stuff. I mean, it was, it was pretty much going that way anyway. Uh, we have uh, now elected to bring back the podcast. I have discussed it with John and Chris Hawk to bring back the podcast they agreed to uh hop back on before we did a lot of review episodes of movies that uh came out in movies uh in theaters and stuff but uh i think we're gonna slow down on the review episodes uh which we called our take because they were our take of said movie and stuff and we're not like experts on film or of the technicalities of making a film so for us, it was mainly us reviewing it as a bystander. And uh, sometimes, you know, we would probably get a little too heavy-handed into the effects and aspects of it, um, more so than uh, as a viewer. Um, so we're going to slow down on that. Uh, me and John might continue to do review episodes, our takes, and have Chris Hawk, when he has time, to chime in uh, in those episodes. But mainly we're going to focus on pitch hits. Uh, we're going to focus on weekly news and, and stuff like that. Uh, I would like to focus more on the uh, life uh, type of discussions. Uh, last year uh, we did one on um, escapism. We did one on uh, von, vulnerability. I can't speak. I can't say the word. Uh, our friend Joey Hill, friend of the podcast, brought it up and he was on that episode. Uh, as long with uh, Beer Money, George, my our good friend George, who we call Beer Money. Uh, I think that was a really good episode, too, talking about uh, being vulnerable and and uh, things like that, opening up more. Um, so talking about life, things like that could be very therapeutic, and I know there's been a lot of jokes online about people doing podcast, men doing podcasts uh, as therapy instead of going to see a therapist. I guess, yeah, for some people, it's become a niche thing. It's become a, a thing for people to do. I, I think it's helpful to, to talk to people and air it out and be open. You know, um, 
you might not be an expert on said thing, but it, it you know it helps to hear other people's uh, struggles, challenges, uh, you know things along those lines, and, and you to open up to said person, also that to uh, listeners to to hear that you know you might not be uh, the only one, you might not be alone, you know, in, in some of those things. So, you know, th- those, you know, that's why we're, we're, we've changed our motto to life, friendship, and entertainment, because John, Chris Hawk, and I are friends. I would love to have more friends on the podcast. Uh, we're going to also do more interviews. Uh, two years ago, we had uh, some actors uh, on the podcast. Um, they were really nice, fantastic people to talk to, and uh, we would like to do more of that. Maybe bring them back, too, and talk to them about what they've been up to. Uh, during this time frame, uh, hopefully they've had work and success. I wish them nothing but the best. But yeah, uh, I just wanted to come on and tell you we're coming back. Uh, we're making a comeback here uh, for Cinema Seven. Like I said, uh, you know we're gonna slow down on review episodes. We're gonna do more uh, news and and notes. Uh, we're gonna do um, pitch it or fix it. Still, those are really fun. We haven't done one in a while. Uh, hopefully we can get those up and going. Those are, uh, really fun things to do. Um, we're also, like I said, going to talk about life and and certain situations, uh, try to talk about them from our experiences. Um, even if they're not as great or grand or as, um, has much tenure as other people or, or, uh, knowledge as other people, we still have those experiences. So to talk about them and in a way that we can open up about is uh, something I think that will be uh, beneficial to the podcast. We still might do our top tens at the end of the year. That's always a fun thing to do is to go over uh, our top favorite TV shows of the year, our top favorite uh, movies of the year, um, our our uh, favorite movie moments. Uh, we've talked about well, John and Chris Hawk have talked about their favorite books. I've actually been uh, getting in some some uh, audibles uh, here this year. Um, I've been listening to High Republic. That's been an experience. Well, we'll we can go more in depth on that. I know this coming weekend we are going to get together the three of us, and we're actually going to have the first podcast in a while with the three of us on and record and talk about a lot of the entertainment news and stuff that's been going on in the last few weeks. And we're going to talk about some movie trailers. I'm sure we'll talk about uh, some other things that's been uh, going on in our lives uh, since the last time we've talked on the podcast. Since the last time we've talked on the podcast, you know, we've almost had a whole year. So, you know, there's been a lot of movies and stuff since then. So, you know, I would like to go over my top 10 movies and and my top tv shows and stuff with you guys uh i will i will be real brief about some of the things i don't want to go on too long uh i just wanted to update you guys uh so my top 10 movies of uh, 2020 were uh number 10 was underwater i thought it was very alien like it, it i thought it was a lot better than i think it was getting pushed out there in the media or how much exposure it was getting I thought it was uh, pretty good. I wish it was uh, a little longer or a little drawn out more in the sense of the plot or the storytelling. 
but it, it gave me a lot of alien vibes and um, towards the end it, it was pretty unique you know I'd say like alien uh, Pandorum stuff like movies like those is a Pandorum what is that movie with uh, Ben Foster in space or they're on the spaceship and you think they're in space and they're trying to go to another uh, planet that's like Earth because Earth is dying. Is it Pandorum? I think it's Pandorum. Uh, anyway, number nine is uh, Extraction, the Netflix movie with Chris Hemsworth. I thought that movie was uh, pretty good. The action was pretty great. It was almost like uh, Picture of the Mandalorian, but in a uh, shorter time frame. And all, all in one go. Uh, John Wick mixed with the Mandalorian. Or wolf and cub, you know, it, it was it was along those lines, but the action was really good, and uh, I thought it was built out pretty nicely between the rivalry of uh, Chris Hemsworth and the other dude who were trying to get the kid, and how there's they were similar, and uh, ultimately what that ended up um, being in the final showdown or the final moments of the movie, or trying to get the kid across the bridge. It was I thought it was pretty good. Uh, number eight was the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Um, I watched it with my girlfriend, and it was, we, she loves Sonic. I um, only played Sonic on the original Sega Genesis to Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, as I said, I watched it with my girlfriend. She was very uh, knowledgeable in all things Sonic. She's played the games past, you know, the Sega Saturn uh onward you know dreamcast level she played uh sonic adventure and sonic adventure 2 the ones on the gamecube she's played it all so she was more knowledgeable and i think she liked what they did and i really think uh jim carrey's dr eggman was was phenomenal let's let's put it that way he was uh he played a, a person who definitely had almost like a uh how can i say it? like like a napoleon complex very well it was it was it was very heartwarming. It was it was very lighthearted and and uh, I think it was a lot better than um, we all originally thought it was going to be. And I wanted to pay money to see it because of the studio that did redid the uh, special effects that went out of business. I wanted to m make sure to go see it because I wanted to spend my hard-earned money for them. But unfortunately, I had to watch it at home. Uh, number seven is Wonder Woman eighty four. I really like this movie. I like how it set up the the uh, the lesson that was going to be learned early in the movie, and I kind of liked how it had a very um, Christopher Reeves Superman vibe to it. The Richard Donner Superman. Um, I liked how it, the the lesson played uh, throughout the movie with all the characters, and she ended up learning from it in the end, and it helped her. Uh, I guess finally overcome some things to do what was best for everyone else, you know, cause, uh, what's that one, um, song by the Rolling Stones? Is it, what am I thinking of? Not the Rolling Stones song. Oh, I'm thinking of the Star Trek quote. It's like the, the need of the many weigh out the need of the few or, or, or the one, I believe is what the quote is. Uh, I, I wish that they didn't rush the kind of the fight scene with Cheetah. I wish that that was the ultimate ending. Uh, I liked what they did. I just wish that maybe Cheetah was built up better to uh, fight her in the end. And it was a more like um, 
anticipated matchup within the uh, final moments of the movie. Uh, number six was The Hunt. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this movie is nuts. It's crazy. Uh, it's about leftist elites kidnapping uh, conservatives and hunting them down because it's what they conceive as conspiracy and it's what they believe. So why not uh, put them into what they believe is real? Which eventually, you know, you just confirmed the conspiracy by doing that anyway. But I think it was a nice little message that um, either right or left, you can learn a lesson from, uh, you know, the division in politics. And I, I really dug, I really dug what I saw. You know, I'm more left and liberal myself, but I really liked the message of that movie. Five is Onward. Onward is that tale about two brothers. We posted our overalls and our uh, thoughts about it on social media um i have a brother so i related to it and and uh i thought it was um probably is it was it pixar who did that i think it was pixar anyway it was really well done i thought i thought it was the best pixar pixar movie in the last three or two three or four years um number four is the way back with ben affleck uh, it's about a man who struggles with addiction, uh, alcohol addiction, and his journey to find purpose. I thought that was uh, a really well done movie as well. I thought the acting was good. I thought I liked the the inspiration of getting better, and I liked that it ended op- it ended um, openly, as in he didn't fully get better at the end. He, um, you know, he he was on his way to getting better at the end. Uh, number three was Jingle Jangle. This movie made me cry, like ugly cry. Uh, it is a fantastical, fantastical. It's a fantastic musical. Uh, Netflix did a good job with that. I, I can definitely see that on Broadway or on stage. I think that'd be a great musical to see live. Number two was The Invisible Man. I saw this with Chris Hawk. I believe Chris Hawk's brother was there, Tyler Hawk. Uh, but the movie itself makes you anxious it stresses you out it it, the whole the way they shoot the film with the camera angles the way uh the music goes along with it it makes you anxious anxious i thought it was one of the uh underappreciated movies well i mean i don't know how appreciated it is honestly but i'm I'm assuming for like oscar buzz and all that it's it's not going to get looked at it for anything or you know the acting because it was horror or suspense you know it wasn't drama so uh i think it's going to be underlooked uh number one my favorite movie of the year was birds of prey i thought birds of prey was fantastic um i can't say any uh, any i can't say enough good things about birds of prey um i saw it with my dad and my girlfriend uh before covid when i went to visit uh back home I love superheroes. I grew up with superheroes. Harley Quinn, you know, from the Batman animated series, I grew up with that. Uh, It it was cool to see her get her own movie, and uh, I didn't really like her in Suicide Squad. Um, For some reason, she just didn't click with me, or I didn't care about the character. Uh, But then this, I thought they did a really good job, and I think the movie is uh, needs to be watched by all superhero comic book fans. My honorable mentions, 
Uh, this includes TV shows and other things. Uh, New Mutants, I saw that with John Kenoki, uh during COVID. Uh, that was interesting to go to the movie theater during COVID, but I saw New Mutants. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, the Gentleman, I saw at the beginning of 2020 with uh, my good friend Luke Fry, who's been on the podcast. Uh, he was a part of the podcast. Uh, I saw Hamilton uh, on Disney+. Plus. I really enjoyed Hamilton. That's an honorable mention. Uh, Raised by Wolves, it's a TV show on HBO, HBO Max. Uh, I thought it was a really good science fiction um, I thought it was better than some of the later things that uh, Ridley Scott has done. Uh, I like the whole crusade aspect to it about religion and stuff. Uh, Dark Side of the Ring Season 2. I thought that was uh, a really good uh, docuseries. And uh, Clone Wars Season 7. I, I thought uh, that was enjoyable to, to watch. It wasn't that many episodes. It didn't last that long for me. Um, but it's definitely an honorable mention. It wasn't one of the top shows because a lot of the things I've seen TV show wise, uh, you'll see, I, I really dug, but that was definitely an honorable mention for me. Let's talk about some things that let me down. Space Force. Uh, I had high hopes for this. Got a big, uh, cast to it, a, a good cast, uh, some funny people in it. And there were some funny moments, but it was uh, not that good. I was a little bored with it. Project Power, cool concept. Uh, liked a lot about what they did in the movie. Uh, some of it was not organized well, I don't think. It kind of just jumped to certain things. And uh, I don't know. It just it, it was good in the sense of um, something to watch, something enjoyable. Uh, if it was in theaters, I don't think it would have uh, been portrayed well over the big screen. Uh, but who knows? I could be wrong. But that's a letdown. Uh, Zoids Wild. I'm a big fan of uh, Zoids. I think it was Zero Century. Anyway, the Zoids with the tournament. That anime. That Zoids anime. The one where the little robot would drop from space and then boom, you'd have a Zoids battle right there wherever you were. Uh, that was my favorite Zoids. Uh, this was, um, Zoids were animals and you can tame them. I did not like that concept. Uh, it was cool here and there. Kind of remind me a lot of, uh, Transformers Beast Wars. Uh, but it was not as good as Transformers Beast Wars. Uh, so it let me down. Lovecraft Country. Let me tell you, the first episode, beautiful, fantastic. Uh, word, words I've used before, um, amazing, uh, the mystery aspect of it, the real life aspect of it, uh, actually finding out about sundown towns. I'm white. I did not know anything about sundown towns. They did not teach us that in any school I went to. Let me tell you, learning about that. Wow. Powerful. Uh, the first episode was great. Uh, what followed after that? The mystery kind of went away real fast, and it just became a show with a bunch of supernatural things involved. Uh, I did not care for that. I would have rather liked them on the road searching for uh, whatever was going on. Um, I think that would have been more interesting to me, so it kind of let me down. Um, I watched a f bunch of TV shows uh, in 2020. Um, 
My top five TV shows are The Last Dance, docuseries about the Chicago Bulls. I'm a big Chicago Bulls Michael Jordan fan. I have a lot of Michael Jordan uh, trading cards and memorabilia. Uh, Well, not a lot of memorabilia, but I have Michael Jordan things in my collection of nerd stuff. And I think I've, when that year they won in 98, I believe I got a thing in the mail or maybe it was the year prior. I don't know. I think it was that year. We we ordered something on, my mom ordered something for me on Sports Illustrated and it came with uh, one of four collectible Michael Jordan plates that you can see in all those sports collectible stores. Um, I got a Michael Jordan watch and I got a plaque with his stats on it up until that point before he returned to the Wizards. Um, number four, Mandalorian season two. Let me tell you, I did not live paycheck to paycheck. I lived Mandalorian episode to Mandalorian episode. Therefore, it is number four, but still not the best. Uh, number three, the Magicians season five. Magicians season five. Excuse me. Um, I binged, uh, the show up to... Season 5, and then when Season 5 came out, I tried to watch it every time an episode came out. I think it fell behind a little bit, so we had to catch up, but a really good end to a a series. I didn't read the books. Uh, Apparently the books end very differently. Um, I'm not going to try to spoil anything about what I know about the books and the TV show, but I think you should watch the TV show. I think it's a really good series. Uh, my number two show of 2020 was Doom Patrol Season 2. I absolutely love Doom Patrol. I think it's an underappreciated show. I think it goes under the radar because it was on DC Universe and now HBO Max. If you have HBO Max, please watch Doom Patrol. If you like uh, Deadpool, if you liked Birds of Prey like I did, uh, you probably didn't like it like I did. Um, Maybe someone did. Uh, if you liked, I'm trying to think of something that goes with it. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Supernatural. If you like, um, what else can I relate it to? Uh, I think those are the only things I can really relate it to. Deadpool, the show Supernatural, uh, Birds of Prey, um, those sort of things. Guardians of the Galaxy. I think you'll really like Doom Patrol. Um, and my number one show of 2020 was The Boys, season two. I have not read the comic. I know about it mostly now because I've seen the show. Fan- fantastic. A word I will forever always use. I can't- Extraordinary. How about that? Different word. Extraordinary. Well, anyway, that was my top favorable things out of uh, 2020. Uh, so far in 2021, I've actually... Um, seen a couple movies uh, I watched the little things I gave that a 6.5 out of 10 uh, the acting was off here and there and uh, I thought it was um, I don't know there's just some parts that I, 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 I felt like it was trying too hard to capitalize on the uh, Denzel mannerisms you know and it, 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 and uh, Rami Malik was kind of um, Doll in this movie. There's no charisma from him. Uh, Locked Down, I gave that a 5.8 out of 10. Uh, 
it was something to watch. It wasn't, um, it was kind of boring. Um, I thought it was going to be more exciting from the trailer. Like, I thought there was going to be this big heist. It was going to be super fun. Um, there were some fun moments, some relatable things in there. Uh, but it wasn't, uh, something I really enjoyed. Um, Outside the Wire, the Netflix movie. I gave that a 7 out of 10. I enjoyed that a lot more than the last two movies. Uh, I thought it was a really good action movie. I really liked the dude who played the uh, main character in that movie. I'll have to look up his uh, the actor's name real quick. Let me do that. I have technology. Let me look up the actor's name. Outside the wire. Cast. Let's see here. Damson. Idris. Huh. Well, he was pretty darn good in that movie, and I would like to see him in more. Um, Anthony Mackie did a great job. There's a lot of uh, twists and turns to that movie. I really enjoyed it. Um, I also watched Malcolm and Marie, which is on Netflix with uh, Zendaya and Denzel Washington's son. Um, let me look up his name so I can give him some credit instead of being Denzel's son. It was also in Tenet, which I still have not seen. It's 2020 screwed up everything, man. I, there's just a lot of things I haven't seen yet. John David Washington. Fantastic. Like, uh, fantastic. That's, that must be my new favorite word. 2020, word of the year for me is fantastic. Um, he's, he's really good. He's, he has a lot. In Malcolm and Marie, he has a lot of, uh, he sounds like his dad. And he, uh has a lot of mannerisms of his dad. It's it's pretty um it's pretty funny to see. I've also seen Space Sweepers on Netflix. It is a Korean Chinese movie? I believe it's Korean. I don't want to Google machine. Let me look it up. Space Sweepers. Um Korean. So, my bad for saying Chinese. But that movie was actually uh what did I give it? I gave it a seven point two out of ten. Very um is ambiguous the word not ambiguous. Uh risk taking. It it no not risk taking. It did a lot of new things. It did a lot of things I, I've seen before, but it did a lot of things that I haven't seen. And it it made me it's like when you see a sci fi movie and or when I see a sci fi movie and I I'm in awe for the first time. It put me in awe in a lot of parts, and a lot of the special effects are really well done. There's some that aren't. Uh, some of the acting is phenomenal. Some of the acting is not. Uh, but it was actually a fun movie to watch all the way through. I mean, it's long. It it probably it didn't need to be that long, and it almost feels like it could have been a TV series with how many different uh plot points they were going with in the movie but it, i thought it was it was pretty good and for you know for today right now where we have to quarantine and we can't really go out that much i think it's something that a lot of people can really sit down and watch and enjoy and i refer, i recommended it to chris hawk and his brother and i hope he watches it soon another one i watched uh recently is Judas and the Black Messiah. I gave that an 8 out of 10. Wow. When I researched this, J. Edgar Hooger is a piece of shit. Let me tell you. That guy. Um, from a lot of the things I've seen, 
He was a shoot first type of person. He was definitely racist. At least this movie portrayed him as. Um, when I was looking some things up, I, I could confirm I saw some things about him being racist. Uh, what a shame! What happened to the Fred Hamilton um, or Hampton? Fred Hamilton? Fred Hampton? Let me do a quick uh, Google again to get his name right. Fred Hampton, like. What the F? Seriously. I think that the media and I think that people like J. Edgar Hooger tried to provoke the Black Panthers a lot. I don't think, I think there's a lot of misconceptions uh, of the Black Panther party. Yeah, I, I just think that uh, it was not fair. Um, and it's a shame what they, what they did to the guy, the informant, um, William... Uh, William, William O'Neill, that was his name. I did some research on him too and watched some, uh, interviews I found on YouTube of him. Uh, apparently he died when the documentary of which his interview was taken, uh, aired on TV. He, uh, walked in front of, um, in traffic to get hit by a car. Uh, they ruled it as suicide. Uh, terrible. You know, um, but a really good uh, thing to watch. I, I thought it, it drug on a little too long, but I think what they were going for was to showcase, uh, you know, that we're all human and they wanted to express that a little more and explore it a little more because it is kind of a very uh, simplatory, simplatory, simplatory thing. Like it, it could, you could really just tell it real quick, I guess. You could, you could, uh, almost tell it in a in a 30 minute documentary but they wanted to express the human nature of these of these people and show you um that they were just like you and me and the FBI kind of uh were assholes but yeah that's what well, that's what I've watched this year so far um oh I've watched uh Chris Hawk recommended this to me and I'm going to recommend it to all of you it is Derek Delgado's in and of itself, it's on Hulu. Uh, it is a live performance they did in New York, almost like a play type of thing. Um, there's a lot of magic involved, uh, but it's about who you claim to be, who you want to be, what other people see you as, but in all actuality, you are more than just that. You are more of what people don't get to see, and you are more complex than what you want to be viewed as. So it, it is a very um, heartwarming, um, get ready to cry type of thing. It, it's fantastic. I had to use my favorite word. Uh, other than that, like uh, I just wanted to come on and update you guys. Uh, I thought while I was here, you know, I'll just talk about some of the things I saw uh, in 2021 and some of my favorite things in 2020. Uh, since I didn't get to with the guys, I'll ask them their stuff uh, when I talk to them this week on air. Um, I hope you guys are excited for us. This is our comeback tour, our third comeback tour. Uh, but because of COVID, we are restricted uh, to traveling. So we can't actually make a tour out of it. So it'd probably be this episode, the next episode, 
and maybe the episode after that. Um, you know, there's there's been a lot of challenges in 2020. I know a lot of people lost their jobs. I know a lot of people probably lost their homes um, or were kicked out of where they were staying. You know, my family's my family's my family has been uh, longtime renters and and not homeowners. So I know exactly how that feels to get kicked out of um, somewhere you live. I mean, I was a kid, so you know my mind was mostly on video games, Dragon Ball Z, uh, whatever. So I didn't understand it as much as, or or feel it emotionally as much as probably my parents did. Uh, but you know, I I understand. I understand, and I I hope all of you are are doing okay. And um, if you ever want to come on the podcast and talk about, you know, um, a theme of uh, of life, or you want to talk about something you saw that you related to, or if you wanted to just shoot the shit with us, you know, um, reach out to us, subscribe, follow, so you can uh, email us at cinema. 7 podcast at gmail.com um reach out to us on social media uh i also want to take this time to publicly apologize to two other people we've worked with in the past that is uh amusement sparks he's been messaging us on social media i have not been using the social media as much as i would like I have not been keeping tracks of it because of other things going on in life and, um, you know, being the only one in control of said social media. So I, I apologize to you, sir, and keep up all the good stuff you guys are doing at Amusement Sparks. If you like um, nerd things, geekdom, uh, Comic-Con, uh, if you love amusement parks, if you love the idea of a theme park, if you love the idea of creating your own, if you like uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon, definitely check out this podcast. He's also talked about uh, Black Lives Matter, and he's also uh, had guests on, you know, to talk about other uh, things going on in the world. So check out Amusement Sparks. I also uh, want to apologize to Chris Poole because he texted me one time and I never texted Chris Poole back. I apologize, sir. I'm a terrible person for that. Uh, you were always cool to uh, work with and and do the podcasts with. Hopefully, you know, now that we're starting back up and getting back out there, uh, we can work together again. And the same with Amusement Sparks. Um, I know uh, Chris Hawk, and I've stressed this a bazillion times, he's got a family. He's got two kids. Uh, he's got a uh, career hard working job. He uh wears a hard hat. So that man uh I admire him for uh the time he puts in each day. Same with John Kenoki, he works very hard. And uh me and John Kenoki recently had a COVID scare. Um thank goodness he's okay. I'm okay. Uh his brother Nick who is also involved is okay. Our significant others are okay. I'll tell you what, in 2020, I've got real deep into Magic the Gathering. You want to be careful with that. Make some poor choices sometimes of what's, uh, I guess, important. (laughs) You know? Um, 
anyway, I'm, I'm glad that you guys listened to this. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably uh, close this out. Um, you know, what, I don't know what's a cool exit. So I'm not Chris Hawk. You know, maybe maybe we'll think of something new. Chris Hawk's the like the uh, the heart of Cinema Seven anyway because of his uh, similarity Rubicon type of review system. Uh, the way his his voice just naturally sounds like it could go with a radio or podcast. He, he's real good at, at saying these uh, closeouts and things. Um, I'm not. As you can tell, I said um a lot, and my word of choice for describing anything I liked was fantastic. I did not English. I did not English. I did. I did not. I did not English right there. I didn't major in English. Is what I was trying to say. Uh, but I hope you guys are ready for this comeback. I hope you guys are going to stay tuned and listen. Please uh, stay with us for uh, this ride of 2021. And hopefully we get things picked up. And uh, you guys listen, enjoy, give us feedback. I guess and just stick with us, support us. Other than that, I hope everyone has a safe year, uh, has a safe week as a safe as many days until you hear from us again uh thank you for listening uh check please So all of us at Cinema 7 want to thank you always for listening with us. We want to thank you always for watching with us. And we want to thank you always for exploring with us 